All right. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Hope everybody had a great Labor Day weekend. I know I did. I I didn't do a whole lot. I just kind of kicked back and, well, pretty much cleaned out the garage. Other than that, I did squats. I didn't do anything, which is good. You got to have those weekends where you just kind of relax and do absolutely nothing. So, and that's what holiday weekends are made for. Anyway, this is the John Smith Show on the Say What You Will radio YouTube channel. Our show is brought to you by the good folks at Good Talk Radio. Of course, David Hardy and Hardyware.com. He's a friend of mine. He's the best in the business. Check him out. We got Fast Concepts LLC. If you live in Arizona and you need your CCW or you just want to learn how to shoot your gun better, that's what Pete does over at Fast Concepts LLC. So again, if you're in Arizona and you want to learn how to shoot your gun properly or get a CCW permit, look him up on Facebook. Of course, Ranger Rob Poopy Bags. By far the best pet waste bag on the market. They smell like lemon. They are eco-friendly. They've got extra long handles and they're extra deep too. So if you got one of those Irish wolfhounds, you're in good shape with a Ranger Rob poopy bag. Anywhere from a Irish wolfhound down to the smallest of the uh, little Pikachus or whatever the hell they're called. Hey, listen, if you want to call in, give us a call at 602-475-2000. That's the call-in number. The line is open, as always. And uh, if you don't call, then I'm just going to be forced to talk about the news and give my opinion. So, there you go. That's I guess that's what we'll do. You can also use the chat room. The chat room is open, too. So, if you feel like chatting and not not calling in you can certainly do that too if you want to follow me on twitter it's real john smith az at real john smith az so uh there you have it so we got a lot going on in the news today um let's see what we got let's wait till this music this little opening music kind of goes away there you go all right so Headline, worn out Biden short circuits yet again. Struggles to get through interview questioning during a virtual event. At what point does the media get honest about what's going, going on with Joe Biden? Biden took questions during an AFL-CIO virtual event. Of course, that's a big union. Rebecca Verdrine, Verdrine asked what a Biden administration would do to help give them that chance. It's not clear exactly what uh, she was talking about from the video, but good old Joe, good old Joe. He's, he's just dazed and confused. I'll let you watch it for yourself. It's uh, pretty entertaining actually. And I would like to know what will your administration do to help them give them that chance? Thank you. Move it up here. You know, there used to be a basic bargain in this country. Workers shared in the wealth their work helped create. Did that make any sense to you? I mean, he looked totally exhausted. This is like a Zoom meeting. He's got, look at the ladder behind him too. You know, he's Mr. Ladder. I wouldn't let him around a ladder right now. I don't think he could negotiate the steps. This guy is 77 years old. He's exhausted. He's out of his mind. You can't understand anything he says. He, there's no way, no way, I'm telling you right now, there's no way that he is going to go out and debate Donald Trump in front of the world. If he does that, it is over. Because he's not going to have teleprompter. He had a teleprompter in this virtual event. These questions were staged the answers were staged and he couldn't get that right can you imagine him going out in front of the united states and all the world and just the buffoonery that would take place he's never going to debate him we know nancy a few weeks ago already stated that he shouldn't debate him not because biden is you know intellectually gone 
because he, it would just, you know, well, you can't let Trump go out there and, and dignify Trump by going out and debating. Well, that's just setting the stage. We know that. It's because he is just incoherent. I mean, let's play it again. And I would like to know, what will your administration do to help them give them that chance? Thank you. Move it up here. Move it up here. You know, you know uh, there used to be a basic bargain in this country. There used to be a basic bargain in this Workers country. shared in the wealth their work helped create. The work. Okay, Joe. Well, that was, uh, you know, it's sad, actually. It, it's, it is, and I've said this before in my show, I don't like to make fun of the guy. Well, maybe I do a little bit because he is, you know, he's been in government for 47 years or something like that and has never done anything to help anybody with anything. So, you know, he deserves to be made fun of. He's a multimillionaire from working in the government all this time. And he's done absolutely nothing for anybody, anywhere. Nobody knows what he stands for. Is he this far leftist? Is he a middle of the road? It all depends on who he's talking to. There's no consistency whatsoever with Joe Biden. Nobody knows what, nobody knows what he stands for. In fact, I have video, and let me see if I can find it real quick, but I've got video of Joe actually talking about, I think, increasing uh, police funding by $300 million if he gets elected president. Now, just about, I don't know, three weeks ago, he was talking about defunding the police. And wait till you see who he actually blames for defunding the police. Yeah. Oh, this is just, uh, you know, let's bring this one up because this is just as nutty as, as the rest of them. I, I just feel, I feel bad for Joe and, and him in his stupid mask. When he does these interviews, one, you can barely understand him to begin with. He talks like he's got a mouthful of marbles, but then you throw the mask on top of it and you don't even get the option to read his lips to try to understand what he's talking about. So let's listen. Let's listen to this. This is you'll find this very interesting. If you watch the ads, I'm sure you've seen them, although uh, a lot of Pennsylvanians are seeing them because there's a lot of ads out there right now. Uh, they would say that you want to uh, defund the police, and uh, it seems to be uh, uh, trying to frighten some folks. Uh, can you can you set the record Touched straight on that? Face, by the way. I not only don't want to defund the police, I'm the one calling for $300 billion, million more for local police, for community police. Sure you I are, also Joe. think we should add uh, social workers and psychologists, help police on 911 calls. The only person calling to defund the police is, is Donald Trump. Look at his budget. He calls oh. for cutting police funding for local, state and local help by Donald $400 Trump. million. Dollars. Once again, he's wants to defund. Oh, he's pathological. Donald Trump wants to defund the police, according to Joe, and Donald Trump is pathological. Do you get that? Do you see how uh, Joe is the master at gaslighting? He does something, he says something, and then he portrays it that it's Trump that's doing it. Do you think, is there anybody in the United States of America right now that thinks Trump actually wants to defund the police across the United States? Joe will have you believe that it's Trump that wants to take the money out of the budget for the police. As Trump is the, he'll sit and admit that the police are completely, uh, at a disadvantage against these mobs that are going around and burning cities down and destroying cities. He knows that the, these cities need bigger police departments. Now he's going to work with these mayors and these governors. You know, if the mayor of Chicago doesn't want it and, and she's totally okay as long as they don't protest in front of her house as long if it's okay burning stuff down then you know because Trump wants to make sure that that money is going to actually go to in improving and increasing the police he's not going to just write a blank check to the city of Chicago 
That's never going to happen. There's no trust there. Why would there be? But Joe Biden says that it's Trump that wants to cut the police, defund the police. I mean, he's he has completely lost it. And and again, I got to ask, you know, if there's anyone from the left that's watching this show, how do you feel now that it's Biden now? He is saying that he wants to increase the police budget by $300 million across the country for, for uh, local policing. You know, you guys are all fighting to defund the police. Everybody knows it. Antifa, Black Lives Matter, and other groups, they want the, the police defunded. But here's your president. You're the guy running for president, I should say. That's talking about adding $300 million to the police departments. How do you feel about that? Because if Trump said it, you'd be pissed. But if he says it, for some reason, it's okay. I would say that's probably another good adva- uh, good example of uh, liberal privilege. Basically, you can do whatever you want and get away with it if you're a liberal. doesn't matter what color skin you are. It's what your ideology is. Liberal privilege is a thing, and it's a poison. Probably worse than COVID, to be honest with you. So that's a little frustrating to watch Biden act like a complete idiot. He's such a liar. And then he comes out and he accuses Trump of being pathological. When Trump is consistent across the board, name one thing that has been wishy-washy back and forth. Well, I was for this a month ago and I'm for this uh, today. No, he's consistent because once he, it takes him a while to make up his mind on something, but once he does, that's it. And it's locked in and that's, he's not changing his mind. And that's what leaders do. This guy, he is so, for one, he's terrified of a virus. So he's got to wear a stupid mask in all these interviews all the time. And two, if he's 77 years old and he's afraid to get the flu, then maybe he shouldn't be running for president. You ever think of that? Yeah. Well, that's, that is my humble opinion. This is out of San Francisco, our favorite city. Um, San Francisco government buildings keep their gyms open, crushing private gym owners. How about that? So why is it okay? It's kind of like our friend Nancy Pelosi, who feels it's okay for her to get, you know, her hair blown out without a mask on, but it's not okay for anybody else to do it. Why is it okay in government buildings to have gyms open for their government workers But it's not okay to have a private gym open, you know, for us private suckers that are out trying to make a living. For months, the city of San Francisco health order has prevented local gyms from opening its doors. But some city-owned gyms have been uh, back open for months and are allowing city employees to use them, crushing private gym owners. It's shocking. It's frustrating, said uh, Danielle Rapkin from CrossFit Golden Gate. She said she has done everything she can uh, she can to keep her gym on Sutter Street alive. Even though they're getting exposed, there are no repercussions, no ramifications. It's shocking, she said. Well, Miss Rapkin, here's why. And I'm going to beat this horse. It's because it's a government that's run. In San Francisco, it's extremely left-wing, extremely liberal. Everybody that works there is extremely liberal, and liberals have privileges that others don't. It's called liberal privilege. And this is another perfect example of it. And it's, again, it's a cancer on society because we're supposed to be a nation of laws. Everybody, in other words, everybody has to follow the same laws. And if you don't, if you break them or you don't abide by the laws, then you get in trouble. It doesn't matter who you are, what color skin you are, uh, where you're from, how much money you have, what your, uh, your religion is. But unfortunately, the left, they don't abide by a nation of laws. What it comes down to is what is your ideology? Who do you vote for? And orange man bad. If you if you agree that orange man is bad and you vote Democrat, 
and your ideology is Marxism, then you can get away with whatever the hell you want to get away with in their city or their state. Liberal privilege. Uh, Rabkin even reached out to a couple police officers she knows in the neighborhood, asking them if they need a place to work out since their station gym was supposedly closed. But a text exchange appeared to show they did have access to the SFPD, Northern District Police Station on Fillmore Street. And police said Thursday that safety and cleaning protocols, as well as occupancy permits, have been established in department gyms. You see the hypocrisy? The police will come to your gym if you're the owner, and they will drag you out of your gym in cuffs if you open to the public, no matter no matter what protocols are followed. Then, once they arrest you and stuff you in the back of their car and, you know, drop you off down at the local jail for running your business, then... Once their shift is over and they're all, you know, done at the donut store, then they go back to their department, get into their gym clothes and work out in their government funded gym. If that's not enough to get your blood boiling, I don't know what it's going to take. I, I, I don't understand it. If you continue to support the left, if you continue to vote Democrat, then I I don't know what to tell you. I'm not saying that Republicans are by any means perfect. I'm, I'm in fact, they're far from perfect because they lie all the time too. And they don't follow through with what they say, except Trump. Now, if, if, Trump and his family can take over the Republican party and get the rhinos out and bring more people like them in, then the Republican party will be saved. It'll be reestablished as a constitutional party by which, uh, I highly recommend this book. It's called our ageless constitution. It's not an inexpensive book. But this was a gift that was given to me a long time ago, probably, I bet it was 30 years ago. And this book has been sitting in my closet. It's called Our Ageless Constitution. It's been sitting in my closet for years. Well, I finally broke it out, and I am studying this book. This should be a textbook in every United States middle school and high school. Every student should be studying this book from the time they go into seventh grade until they graduate. Because this book explains in detail the history behind our Constitution, our founding fathers, and uh, everything associated. I ha- it's not cheap, so if you go onto Amazon, you'll probably find a used copy for about 60 bucks. It's not cheap, but it's worth every dime. Anyway, our, consti- our, our Constitution, our country, is uh, by far in a position now, more so than ever, of being eradicated. And it's pretty scary. And people are just blindly, they're blind sheep, just supporting these Marxists. These do because I think people want to be able to do whatever they want to do and get away with it without accountability. And that's what that's what you get if you're a powerful liberal. No accountability whatsoever. In fact, I got a story, if I can find it here. Let's see where it is. I know I have it somewhere. Because it's another great example of, um, yeah, here it is, of liberal privilege, okay? This was actually reported by WTAE in Pittsburgh. Shout out to the Berg. A, uh, a white professor says she's been pretending to be black for her entire professional career. 
a professor of African and uh, Latin American studies who portrayed herself as a black woman has now revealed she has been lying. Jessica A. Krug, an associate professor at George Washington University, has written extensively about Africa, Latin America, and the diaspora and identity, all while claiming her own black and Latina heritage. But in an article published on Medium.com on Thursday, Krug revealed the truth. She's white. To an escalating degree over my adult life, I have eschewed my life, my, I'm sorry, my lived experience as a white Jewish child in suburban Kansas City under various assumed identities within a blackness that I had no right to claim. First, North African blackness, then the U.S.-rooted blackness, then Caribbean-rooted Bronx blackness. Didn't know there were so many types of blackness. Guilty as charged. Uh, Krug acknowledged in her post that she had no right to claim these identities, saying that, quote, doing so is the very epitome of violence, of thievery, and appropriation. Of the myriad ways in which non-black people continue to use and abuse black identities and cultures, she apologized for what she calls her continued appropriation of black Caribbean identities, saying she was wrong, unethical, immoral, anti-black, and colonial. Where do these people come from? They sprout and grow on the left. You don't see this craziness happening in a conservative culture. You just don't. It doesn't happen. I'm not a culture vulture, she wrote. I'm a culture leech. No, no, what you are is a fraud. That's what you are. You're a fraud. You're a phony, a fake. Everything about you is a joke. And every single liberal in this country should want to punch this lady in the face. However, down the president of the NAACP chapter in Spokane, Washington, resigning following the controversy over her alleged race. She was on the NAACP. Rachel Dolezal's family came forward saying that she's white and she's been falsely portraying herself as African-American for years. Mm. In a letter, Dolezal writes that leaving her post is in the best interest of the NAACP. You think? She added that she has complete allegiance to the cause of racial and social injustice and the NAACP. Sure she does. We're going to make the conscious decision to forgive Rachel, forgive all the things that have happened. Dolezal currently under investigation for possible ethics violations. Well, isn't that something? So we're going to forgive her, although it's been her entire professional career that she has been pretending to be black. I thought that was in itself kind of a racist thing to do because I'm sure in the article didn't really get into it, but I wonder what benefits she received while she was pretending to be black. Hmm. But yet they come out and they're, well, we're going to forgive, right? We're going to forgive. They're, they're such forgiving people, except when it comes to, I don't know, Judge Kavanaugh. Have they forgiven Kavanaugh? Because they went 20, 30 years back in, into his life and drudged up some other phony that accused him of sexual harassment and rape and everything else. And they belittled the man, including uh, Kamala herself. She was one of the, the most vulgar of them all during those hearings. But they don't forgive people like Kavanaugh because Kavanaugh is a conservative and therefore they don't, he doesn't fall into the liberal privilege category. You see how that works? That's where our country is headed. So I would love to argue with anybody. Conservative, yeah, there's no privilege there. I don't care what color you are. If it turns out that you're a conservative, then you're canceled. If you're a liberal, well, you're forgiven. You see how that works?
I got evidence. It's right there. If you disagree with me, well, yeah, I'd love to hear from you. Hey, if you agree with me and you just feel like calling the chat and say what, saying anything you want to talk about, that's why we call it Say What You Will Radio. Give us a call. But I shall continue on with the news. It's almost uh, 8.30, which means it's almost time to talk about Ranger Rob poopy bags. We'll get to that in a minute. All right, what else do we got going on? We've talked about that. We've talked to, oh, this is a good one. Uh, how about this? Couple arrested and removed from New York City ferry in handcuffs for not wearing face masks. We're being targeted. A Brooklyn couple was arrested and taken off a New York City ferry in handcuffs on Saturday after they refused to wear face masks. How, where's the forgiveness there? Where's the, oh, we're doing everything in our power to forgive these folks. No, it's arrest these people and throw them in jail. A couple were planning on traveling from Manhattan to Brooklyn neighborhood on uh, of uh, Bay Ridge via a city ferry, according to Gothamist. The captain of the ferry instructed the husband and wife to put on face masks or disembark from the vessel. The couple refused to do either. Face masks have been mandatory on New York City ferry since April 17th. For approximately 45 minutes, the couple went back and forth with ferry employees about wearing a mask until two NYPD cops showed up. I wonder if they had to stop lifting weights. Oh, that's San Francisco. But you'll soon hear about that in New York because New York, they just, they're little copycats. So as soon as San Francisco does something absolutely stupid, New York will do it too. So I'm sure the cops will be working out in their government-funded gym here shortly. Uh, anyway, uh, two uh, NYPD cops showed up. The couple asserted they were exempted from a state face mask mandate because they suffered from a medical condition. Police asked to see proof they had a medical condition, but they reportedly refused. Well, there's HIPAA laws, right? No one should have to know about what your medical uh, situation is whatsoever. That's a violation of HIPAA laws. Are we just throwing everything out the window so that whatever left-wing policy can just be pushed right through and forced upon us? Is that what's happening? It sure seems that way to me. Because HIPAA laws, you know, that's a privacy issue. I don't have to tell you about my my medical concern. All I need to tell you is that the mask impacts it in a negative way. And that should be enough for you. But it's not, you see. He's shaming us, the maskless man reportedly said, because we can't wear a mask we're being discriminated against. I agree. We're being targeted, the man reportedly told police. If we were, oh, effing, yeah, this guy, you know, kind of a jerk. But he's he's making the point. He said, if we're effing black, I can guarantee you that guy would never come out and tell us to put a mask on, she allegedly said. Stupid statement, though. I got to tell you, you just blew it here on the John Smith Show. I was behind you, and then you made a stupid statement. What you should have said was, if I were liberal... Because it's the liberals who are privileged in this country, not the race. So you blew it when you brought race into it. Yeah, according to uh, Gothamist reporter Jake Offenharts. Oh boy, you got to change that name. Who documented the mask standoff and eventual arrest of the couple. Right, because Black Lives Matter, the husband allegedly added. This has been going on since March, and my husband is effing pissed off, the woman allegedly said. Every time I have to commute to Manhattan, it's an effing process. She's classy. Again, she had me until she started dropping all the F-bombs and bringing race into it. All she had to do was say, hey, if I was a left-wing liberal politician, I would have been left alone. Then I would have been in your corner, ma'am. But you blew it. You turned out to be a total jag-off. And uh, that's too bad for you. You had that opportunity. So listen, if you're in that situation, 
and you do have a medical issue and you don't want to wear the mask because of it, then just let them know that, hey, listen, I'm a very powerful liberal. And they'll walk away. I'm trying tell the cop, hey, I'm trying to get the government gyms open for you guys. I'm working on it. Here's a couple, you know, here's a dozen jellies for you. Anyway, uh, after a brief moment of resisting, the man was handcuffed and the passengers on the ferry erupted in applause. Well, naturally they did. As the couple were removed from the ferry, the crowd, about 90 people, could be heard yelling, thank you, NYPD. Oh, all of a sudden, they're all the cop fans are all they're all police fans. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm, I'm sure they were all police fans. It's funny when these leftists are offended by non-mask wearing people. Then they got to have the police come in. But, you know, when they're not in any type of harm, well, then you got to defund the police. I can't keep up with this stuff. I can't. Both of these, uh, this whole situation, but those people screwed up. They're obviously morons. Shouldn't have brought up the race. Your mistake. All right, a parent upset at, uh, over ACAB and defund the police material included in the school supply kit. And I'll uh, share my little desktop here with you. You see, this is the material that she saw. On the right side, it says, all cats are beautiful. Well, as we know, ACAB is a common thing that's out there right now and has been for quite some time, and it's gaining some traction. You see, out in the uh, protester world, ACAB stands for All Cops or Bastards. Just like the poor guy that was going through, I think it was uh, a, uh, a Popeye's, a, a cop was going through a Popeye's chicken, and uh, the guy that was preparing his food spit all over his dinner and then could be heard yelling ACAB, right? So... ACAB, we all know what it stands for. So these left-wingers are trying to push this garbage on kids uh, by being a little, you know, dishonest here and saying all cats are beautiful. What a coincidence, ACAB. Isn't that, isn't that uh, just, uh, just a coincidence there? All right, Pueblo, Colorado. A Pueblo parent is upset after she says her child received materials with subliminal anti-police messaging on them in a school supply kit. In the kit was a coloring page with the letters ACAB on it, but that's just the start of it. When the parent heard about a free school supply drive, she was in. See, that's your mistake, ma'am. Don't go after the free stuff. You know, there was like a pencil in a coloring book in there. What was that? A total of 75 cents worth of stuff. That's where they get you fished in. You start going after the free stuff. That's your fault. Don't be stupid. Don't go after the free stuff. Go out and spend your own 75 cents on your kid. Okay. 75 cents. You can dig that up probably in your floor mats, your car. I had a few things I still needed to get, so I thought, oh, shoot, that'd be awesome, she told News 5. The drive was past Monday. Uh, the drive this past Monday was put on by the group Community Resources United. Also, stay away from organizations that have that kind of name, Community Resources United, right? Because they're a bunch of community activists, and when you dig deep, a lot of these things are funded by very wealthy left-wing liberal Marxists, and then they put out this propaganda and they offer it for free so that suckers like you decide to go out and get it and expose your kid to this nonsense. That's how it works. Not a conspiracy. Fact. All right. Community Resources United, in partnership with the Pueblo Education Coalition, hosted at the El Pueblo History Museum, parents could drive through the parking lot and be handed a bag of supplies they needed. I had a, it had a little zip pencil case. Oh, what's that, 30 cents? With a couple highlighters and pencils. Listen, I'm in the uh, office supply business. I know that is a total, the cost of that is it got to be about a buck 75 now. Also inside a coloring page. It was just a loose single coloring page 
and it said, all cats are beautiful. And it had cats on it, she said. But as her child began coloring, something caught her eye, blending in with the border of the image were the letters A-C-A-B. I noticed that the A-C-A-B letters were written on the side of the border, and it kind of triggered something in my brain. Light bulb, right? She said, it was like I've seen that before. I recognize A-C-A-B. Do you? Boy, I'm glad you're paying attention, too. A quick internet search confirmed her suspicions. Man, she's on it, right? When you look it up on Google, that's the first definition that pops up for ACAB is all cops are bastards, she said. The acronym has gained popularity during recent protests. You'll see that phrase very often when it comes to opinions about protests, she said. But there was more in the bag. I ended up coloring the folder that she was... I ended up coloring the folder that she was coloring on and I see the defund the police flyer. She said Uh, the flyer offered reasons for defunding the Pueblo police department. Also inside was a car window sticker reading all cats are beautiful next to the letters a C a B. The person has uh, who has the sticker doesn't even know the parents said that's why I think That's dangerous. Well, it's disingenuous, you see. And that's how liberals behave. That's how they get this garbage. Because the letters are going to be nice and big, A-C-A-B, and then real small, all cats are beautiful. But really, that's not the message they're trying to portray, you see. That's the American left. That's how they operate. You see, I can think of other people in history that were great propagandists. One of them comes to mind. What was his name? Oh, I think he was the guy that killed 6 million Jews in Germany. Adolf Hitler. You remember? He was a the propagandist of all propaganda. And you know where he actually learned the skill of propaganda? Yeah. Look that up. He was the president. Uh, Woodrow Wilson. Fact. Not conspiracy. Fact. So anyway, uh, this this woman was pretty pissed, and she has the right to be. But that that's the lesson there. The whole moral of the story is: go out and spend your own two dollars on your kids' school supplies, and stop chasing the freebies, so that you can go out, you know, and spend that two dollars you just saved over on a five dollar and seventy five cent coffee from Starbucks, because you know that's what's happening. What else we got here? Oh, uh, this was another Biden story. Oh, no, we got to get to Ranger Rob. Let's uh, do a quick advertisement for our friend Ranger Rob and his poopy bags. Hello, friends. This is Ranger Rob, and I'd like to talk to you about dog poop. That's right, dog poop. I invented Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, a very large bag with handles. My bags support large and small dogs and smell like lemon. They are strong and affordable. You can find Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags at Amazon. They come in sheets or in rolls and come with a dispenser. Once you try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags, you'll never want to go back. So come join us. Go to Amazon and try Ranger Rob Pet Poopy Bags today. All right, we're back. The John Smith Show on Say What You Will Radio, the YouTube channel. Our friends over at Good Talk Radio, they sponsor the show along with Hardyware.com. Hey, listen, if you need a t-shirt made or if you need a logo or if you need uh, any type of graphic design david hardy is a friend of mine and he is by far the best in the business go to hardyware.com h-a-r-d-i-w-e-a-r.com also if you want to learn how to shoot your gun and shoot it right or you just need your ccw permit give fast concepts a shout out pete over there is more than happy to gain your business And, of course, that's for Arizona folks, by the way. We are working on another sponsor. It's a pet control control company. And uh, we'll have more details on that, hopefully, this week. 
And of course, Ranger Rob Poopy Bags, who you just heard from. And I forgot to mention our friend Wiley Coyote Beats. He is a beat creator. He can make music for your uh, podcast, your vodcast, or if you're an up-and-coming rapper and you just need a beat to rap to, he's the man. So check him out on YouTube at Wiley Coyote Beats. He's the man. All right, so anyway, this music will end pretty soon, I promise you. But Biden's back in the news. Biden now says national mask mandate, probably unconstitutional. You think, Joe? I think uh, the entire conservative news made that very obvious. I know you didn't want to believe everybody on the conservative side. I got to kill the music. All right. That's driving me nuts. Anyway, uh, Joe didn't want to believe anybody on the conservative side. He just wanted to keep, uh, you know, pushing his mask mandate. But now I guess he's come to his senses. Apparently, uh, Joe figured out that uh, the uh, national mask mandate, that's probably unconstitutional. Yeah, it is, Joe. You don't have that authority because, you see, it infringes on a lot of people's rights. And you're not allowed to do that as a president because you're not a king. Now, if the Congress, if crazy Nancy, who doesn't want to wear a mask when she's getting her hair done, but she wants you to wear the mask, if she's going to go out and propose a law, you know, if Congress wants to write a bill and say that everybody in the United States has to, has to wear a mask anytime they step out of their house, then it's got to go through both House or the House and the Senate, right? And then it's got to be agreed upon and then dropped onto the president's desk, right? We all learned that back, you know, after school specials or whatever those things were called. It's just a bill on Capitol Hill. We all remember that. Now, a lot of the people that are in power, though, especially the left, they forget how it works. And because they don't teach uh, people about the Constitution, they don't teach people about how the government works, right? We threw that out the window a long time ago. Well, then the young people today's, because they weren't taught, they don't know any better. So they think, you know, King Joe can just go up there and tell everybody that they have to wear a mask. And, well, it's a mandate, so you better damn well do it. Well, I'm not going to comply. I'm just not going to do it. Anyway, that was Joe. He finally figured that out. Uh, basement dwelling Biden did a total 180 during a, during an interview with Arizona's family political editor Dennis Welch on Sunday, and said that a national mandate uh, mask mandate is probably unconstitutional. A few weeks ago, Biden called for a national mask mandate. You see, that's Biden. That's not Trump. Trump took a stance with masks. And he's been consistent since. He hasn't changed at all. Biden, on the other hand, found out now that a national mask mandate, well, that's not real popular with the voting crowd. See, the internal polling is stating that, yeah, most people, they don't want to wear those face diapers and be mandated. It's insanity. So he's figuring it out. Now, all of a sudden, well, you know, uh, Oh, gee, it's, uh, I, I guess it, it might be unconstitutional. Yeah, you think, Joe? Anyway, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris delivered their remarks after their uh, COVID-19 roundtable in mid-August and called for a nationwide mask mandate starting immediately. Let's see. Uh, let's just see. Let's see if this is the, uh, if I got the video of them calling for the, uh, oh, would you believe it? I think I do. This is not about Democrat, Republican, or Independent. It's about saving Americans' lives. So let's institute a mask mandate nationwide, starting immediately, and we will save lives. The estimates are we'll save over 40 thousand lives oh. in the next three months if that is done. Now, let me turn it over to my colleague and running mate. She has a few comments to make. You see, he could barely put his mask on, right? What a buffoon. So he did call for a national uh, mask mandate. You just heard him. You just watched him say it. And now he's done a 180 
where eh, it might be unconstitutional, he says. Even though you're going to save 40,000 lives, Joe. You know, I don't know, buddy. You put that out there. 40,000 lives are going to be saved because of your mandate. Now you're backing out on it because why it's not popular with the voting crowd. You see, it's all about that. That's why the left and liberals like Joe change their, their tune all the time because they, they have no foundation of morality. They don't care. It do, the only thing they give two craps about is getting elected and being in power. They don't care. That's why that's the difference between a true conservative and someone like Joe, a conservative. They have a foundation, a moral foundation, and that's what they live their life by. And typically that moral foundation comes from who God, right? And because the Bible doesn't change, I know there's a lot of lefties out there who want to change the Bible, but it doesn't change because the Bible is God's word. God's spoken word. And uh, so we have that as our foundation. We live by that. That's how we make our decisions in life. But Joe and the other non-believers on the left, they, uh, you know, they just kind of go with what's cool and what's popular and what's going to get them voted so that they can gain power and force their ideology on you. And if you don't agree, well, then we're going to come after you and you're either going to change your mind or you're going to be publicly shamed, a.k.a. canceled. That's the reality of it. That's how it works. Yeah, so good old Joe changing his tune. How about this story? I believe uh, there is like, I think this should be a major lawsuit. If I was the parents of this kid, School suspends a 12-year-old boy after teachers called police on him for picking up a toy gun. When? During a virtual class. Let me repeat that. For picking up a toy gun, a toy gun, like like my pen, I could pretend it's a gun, right? And I could just go, pow, pow, right? Well, if I do that as a 12-year-old kid, guess what? On a virtual classroom, a toy gun during a virtual class. He got suspended. A Colorado, imagine that, where pot is legal and everybody's stoned over there. See, let's make the populace stupid and then we can get away with this stuff. A Colorado school district opted to suspend a 12-year-old boy who touched a toy touched a toy gun during a virtual class. <clears throat> School officials phoned authorities when they saw the toy gun prompting police to visit the child's home for a welfare check. Can you believe this crap is going on in the United States of America? I'm not making this stuff up. This isn't a joke. This isn't the Babylon Bee or whatever the hell it's called. This is real stuff happening in the United States of America right now. School officials phoned authorities when they saw the gun prompting the police to visit the child's home for a welfare check because, God forbid, you got a little neon green fake phony water pistol and uh, somebody on Zoom saw it. And the teacher was like, oh, my God, this guy, we got to call the police and get this kid a welfare check because the parents obviously don't give a damn about this kid's welfare. And I think the best thing to do is suspend a little bastard. Because that's going to help him. That's really looking out for his welfare. According to BuzzFeed News, Isaiah Elliott, a 7th grader at Grand Mountain School in Colorado Springs, Colorado, was taking part in an online art class on August 27th when he absentmindedly picked up a neon green uh, toy gun and moved it from one side of his computer to the other. His mother, Danny Elliott, said that she received an email that day from the child's art teacher who said Isaiah, who suffers from ADHD and has an IEP on file with the school, was extremely distracted during the day's lesson. You think? Because maybe these Zoom classes are a bunch of bullshit and kids aren't learning. Maybe it's not ADHD. Maybe it's the teacher's boring as hell. Maybe that's what it is. 
And she's obviously psychotic because she's scared about a toy gun. And we better get that kid arrested. Get those parents arrested. Get that kid out of school. How do you suspend a kid from a freaking class online? This is really happening. This is today's America, not Trump's America, because Trump doesn't, this is, this is liberal left-wing Marxist America. The unnamed teacher. Oh, of course. Well, the teacher is unnamed, unprotected, but everybody else is named. The boy's suspended. The mother's all over the news, but the teacher's protected because teachers are so special. Oh, teachers are so, we have to keep giving money, more and more money to the teachers because our kids are just graduating. They're, they're such little sweethearts. They can't add and they don't know anything about the government and how it's supposed to work. And, and they certainly don't know the difference between Delaware and Texas, but teachers need to be protected and paid more. The unnamed teacher also reportedly said that there had been a very serious issue with waving around a toy gun. Mm, yeah, sounded like he moved it from one side to the other. Didn't it say that? And then the teacher was like, oh, my God. He's waving a, a neon green squirt gun. Call the police. Defund the police, but call the police. The teacher admitted that she reported the incident to the school's vice principal. It wasn't long after Danny Elliott received a phone call from the school's vice principal who told the concerned mother that a police officer was on the way to conduct a health and wellness check on Isaiah in the family's home. I had already explained to the teacher that it was a toy, she said. I told the vice principal that it was a toy. She admitted that she knew it was a toy, but Isaiah's safety was of the utmost importance. Danny Elliott told the outlet that uh, she worries about how to properly protect her son. How do I protect my son? What do I have him do when playing with a toy in the privacy of your own home is a threat, she said. That's pretty uh, brilliant. That's a wonderful question. And I would love this unnamed a-hole teacher, this education buffoon, to answer that question. And I would love the vice principal, you know, the education stooge over there, the big administrative vice principal, I'd like him to explain just exactly how a neon plastic gun is a threat in his own home. Did the other little kids get scared? Is that what happened? Soon after El Paso County Sheriff officers arrived at the home to carry out the wellness check and showed footage of the online classroom incident to the Elliots, Isaiah's mother said that she was very concerned, not because her son was playing with a toy gun, but that the school was reportedly recording the virtual classes without informing parents. Hmm. Now we know why the teacher's unnamed, right? Yeah. Now we know why. Because she's hiding. She doesn't want to be exposed for the fraud and the nut she is. On Thursday, the school shared a Facebook update on the situation, insisting that there were several inaccuracies being spread on social media about an incident that took place during distance learning. We never have or ever will condone any form of racism or discrimination, the statement said. What the hell's that have to do with it? Safety will always be number one for our students and staff. And that's right. We're going to suspend the kid, the 12-year-old kid who had the plastic gun in his own home. That's how we're going to handle this situation. Number one for our students and staff. It also pointed out that the only reason the school was recording virtual classes was to refine their practice of distance learning. We'll let the parents know. Tell them that it's being recorded so that the parents know. How about that? What do you get to hide? During our first week of school, we were still becoming familiar with the platform, the school said in its Facebook statement. The full post reads, we understand there are many questions regarding an incident that took place during distance learning. There are also several inaccuracies being spread on social media. While we cannot get into the details due to privacy law. Oh, now it's privacy laws. 
Yeah. Notice HIPAA. Those privacy laws, they don't matter. Wear the mask or get off the damn vessel. Right? Wear the mask or get off the bus. Wear the mask or get the hell out of the grocery store. Yeah, but I have a medical condition. You better prove it. I want to know what your medical condition is, and you better prove it to me right now, or you're out of here, pal. Those privacy laws, they don't matter. But when it comes to the teachers, well, the privacy laws are all that matters, you see. We want to clear up all uh, up a few misconceptions. We never have or ever will condone any form of ra- Oh, I already went over that crazy crap. Uh, we utilize our school resource officers who are trusted and trained professionals who work in schools with our children. The schools, the children aren't in the schools. Have you figured that one out yet? The platforms we use for distance learning have the feature to record classes for educational purposes. During our first week of school, we were blah, 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 blah. As noted in the suspension notice, the school determined that the punishment would be appropriate because the child displayed and waved a firearm facsimile during a virtual classroom lesson. Elliot says she has no plans to send her son back to the school and reveals that Isaiah is now on the waiting list for a local charter school. Good for you. The left is coming after charter schools. They're going to do everything in their power to shut charter schools down. And if Biden and that a-hole that's running as VP, Kamala Harris, if they get elected, because Biden, okay, he's going to be full-blown senile by about 90 days into his presidency. And that's when Kamala Harris is going to take over, and she's going to do everything in her power to defund charter schools. Trust me, it's going to happen. And if the left takes over your red state, they're going to do the same thing. If your red state becomes blue, and Arizona's right on the cusp, man. They're going to do everything they can to defund charter schools. Trust me. Why? Because people there actually want to educate your kids. They're not into the whole indoctrination. They want to educate their your kids. And they actually do care about their safety. And they're not stupid like the public schools. The public schools have just been uh, just diluted with lunacy, left-wing Marxist lunacy, and this is proof of it. This is absolutely 100% proof that public schools are crap. If you got young kids, don't send them to public school. Either homeschool them, and I know homeschooling was bad. A year ago, you were a nut, right? You were like uh, 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 Jeffries, whatever his name is, from that that cult up in uh, Colorado City. Arizona, right? If you homeschooled your kid, that's who you were. You were a, a, a nut. Now, everybody needs to be homeschooled because of the corona, you see. And if you bring up a plastic gun on the homeschool, well, then you're suspended. This is the shit that's going on. Pardon my language, but I'm kind of upset about it. It's not even my kid. It's not even my state. But it's coming to a kid in your state near you. Soon, it's happening. John Elway, our buddy over there in uh, Colorado, well, he decided, he's another putz, he decided that, uh, you know, if his team wants to kneel, that's cool. If people don't want to kneel, that's cool too. Whatever, man. Hey, whatever. Whatever floats your boat, man, over here in the Broncos. The NFL's garbage. The NFL is garbage. It's going to take a lot for me. I know on the Pops and Low radio show that I do on the weekends with my son, we talk about football a lot. It's very near and dear to him. He's a super fan. But me? See, he can look past all the political crap because he's a huge, he just loves football. I don't love it that much. I don't love it that much to sit and watch a bunch of overpaid knuckleheads disrespect my flag. Nope, I don't. And Elway, he's a chump. Just like Drew Brees is a chump. And that uh, goofball down in Dallas, the owner, he's a chump. They're all chumps. Take a stand. 
you're only a billionaire because our men and women who went over to protect you from communism allowed you to be free to make your billions. And they continue to protect you in your billions while they're over making nothing defending our country. So I think rather than, you know, standing up for your pathetic, spoiled little players and saying, oh, you can do whatever you want to do, man. It's cool, dude. Whatever, dude. If you want to disrespect the flag, that's cool, man. Whatever you want to do, man. Yeah, maybe you ought to, maybe you ought to stand up for the men and women that fight for this country. That's maybe that's what you ought to do. The NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, y'all suck. Hockey, it's getting there too. It's starting to get infected. Allegiant Air uh, passenger removed for disrupting flight after allegedly asking flight attendant to wear a face mask. Well, here's the story behind that. She was doing the little safety thing, you know, like the doors are over there. You pull the life vest thing, it blows, you know, that, that little spiel that everybody. And she took her mask off so that everyone could understand her while she did that. And some jerk in, in, in the, uh, the seat demanded that if she can take her mask off, why can't he take his off? see well he got escorted off the plane and now everybody thought well that wasn't fair because he's a mask wearer you see and the mask wearers everybody they're the privileged ones but not like the people on the boat in new york they're non-mask wearers and they should be burned at the stake idiots Oh, what else? Oh, this is one last video um, I think I'm going to share. This was a group of uh, mostly peaceful protesters, and they decided to invade a McDonald's in Pittsburgh. And uh, they are there to represent Black Lives Matter, BLM, and they decide to get in the face of the manager at McDonald's. And guess what? The manager at McDonald's, well, he was black too, so apparently his life doesn't really matter. Why? Because he's trying to run a business. And that's, well, that's not in the playbook for BLM. They want to come in and invade your business and act like complete morons and disrupt everything and scare the hell out of the patrons, just like they did those two, uh, that older couple in Pittsburgh as well, where the lady just walked up and just grabbed their beer and chugged it. I hope you saw that. That was classy. And the guy with the bullhorn, yeah, that idiot shows up in this video too. This is just another nice, peaceful day. Just to make my point clear too, and I'm getting ready to wrap this show up because I think I got my my blood pressure through the roof today with this news. But... Um, this just proves that this whole BLM thing is not about black lives because this manager's black. It has nothing to do with black lives matter. It's all it's Marxism versus a, uh, a democracy. That's what it is. These people want Marxism. They don't want democracy. They don't want, uh, privately run businesses making money. That's not what they want. They want socialism and Marxism. And uh, this is this video is just proof. Watch this insanity. Look at them screaming. Look at the way they're just screaming in a bullhorn at a McDonald's. I mean, why, what the hell are they going to accomplish? And there's the manager that's just trying to run a business. And he's like. Look at him yelling at, the, look at, look at this insanity. And they get right up in the manager's face, as you'll see here in just a second. And they start shoving and pushing, and he just wants them to get the hell out of his store so that he can run a business. Look at this. Look at this. 
Okay. Let me ask you, they're both black. Whose life, matter, whose life matters more? If you're a BLM supporter, how do you support this garbage? How, do you, how can you stand behind this and say this is good for America? Like Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi and all those idiots in power like to say. They just like to sit and say, oh, these, these protests are so wonderful. Look at him. He just wants to get back to work. The dude's blocking him from even getting back behind the counter. And look at this nut. What 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 is the point of all this? Oh, ooh, she could say the f word too. That's how. That's how tough she is. Look at this nonsense. Yeah. Now here comes the manager. The manager's gonna bump into some lady. Look, he comes through, he bumps her, and now another guy gets in her face. Look, I, kudos to him for standing up for himself and his restaurant. And now, because the other guy wouldn't let him in, he's got to climb over the counter to get back to work. This is nuts. This is totally insane. And let me tell you something. If your boy uh, Biden and uh, Kamala Harris get elected, this is only going to get worse. Because after the election and Trump gets into his second term, he's going to end this crap. He's going to send the FBI in and he's going to send in federal officers and they're going to make arrests. They're going to turn it over to the FBI and the FBI is going to turn it over to federal prosecutors. And these bozos are going to get they're going to go before federal prosecutors who aren't going to let them off. Unlike these, these DAs in these big left-wing run cities like Chicago and Portland and New York. No, they're actually going to pay the price. That's what's going to happen. And you're going to see this nonsense stop real fast. Trump doesn't have to go in and send in uh, a uh, heavy-duty militarized police force. All he has to do is send in lawyers on the federal level and put these pieces of crap behind bars because this has to stop. This isn't the United States of America that we can be. We're far, far better than this. And people like that who are just going to invade a privately run business and get in the manager's face on TV and there's no repercussions. It's got to end. Just like my show has got to end. Well, I want to thank everybody for listening and watching. And uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. My name is John Smith. This is the John Smith Show. And uh, we're on Say What You Will Radio, the YouTube channel, Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Pacific time. Thanks for watching. God bless. Take care.